Hey everyone, and welcome back to 10 Tolerable Tidbits. It's great to be here with you all, all 7,000 of you. You don't know, there could be that many listening, you can't check. Uh, anyway, I am super excited. Today's episode is like a bee flying into your beer, once in a blue moon. Ha! <laughs> Uh, No, but seriously, today's episode and the following episode may not follow the traditional format of past tidbits, but I feel pretty confident that uh, I am compensating for a looser structure with a very entertaining topic. So two reasons I'm doing this. One is that, well, I've had a ton of fun sharing these tidbits and uh, potentially objectionable life advice. Uh, There's another source of constant entertainment and laughter that I haven't fully embraced on this podcast, and that source of laughter is my life. Uh, The second reason is that something that's been on my bucket list for a fat minute uh, is stand-up comedy, and it's not really something I want to do just once and check it off. Uh, I hope to honestly do it a lot. Um, And while that's a huge jump from just talking into a mic with no audience, uh, these episodes, these last two for content, uh, could sort of be seen as a transition. Uh, But it won't necessarily be a smooth transition, sort of like, you know, puberty or eating a beefy bean burrito and a swig of Miralax, that that sort of transition. Uh, So with that quick comment, welcome to episode 9, Cooties 19. Today I am going to talk about women, sort of. Uh, More specifically, how uh, I grew up around, you know, very few girls and sort of how that went for me. And the answer will not surprise you, but I think you'll enjoy it. To my male listeners, you'll have a good laugh. And to my female listeners, you'll have a really good laugh. Uh, But this episode is, of course, gender inclusive, as are all of them. Uh, And one more thing. Uh, Just got to get this out of the way beforehand. Ten Tolerable Tidbits is satirical in nature. And this episode in no way represents true factual information, nor my personal beliefs on Jehovah's Witnesses, the Girl Scout Troops, Men's Health Magazine, George Orwell, Ford Motor Company, and the city of San Francisco. Thank you. Okay, I know that a common saying we hear uh, when men are, you know, just not very nice to women is that all men are pigs, Uh, and that may be kind of true at times, uh, but not completely true, because when it comes to my interactions with women, I was more of a nervous farm chicken that never really hit its growth spurt, and the farmers weren't sure if it would survive the winter. And then when all the shit went down in George Orwell's animal farm, you know, I was just hiding behind a hay bale in the corner trying to stay out of it. That's how I would describe myself. So let's talk about where this mother-clucking chicken uh, got its start. So prior to college, the last time I was in school with girls was sixth grade. Uh, And some of you might relate to us, others may not. People were not super nice in middle school. So where many people saw a middle school um, just as a place to take classes and then go home, I saw the beaches of Normandy. Happy D-Day anniversary, by the way. Just in the trenches. And instead of a soldier's uniform, I was wearing uh, cargo pants and an oversized mucus green polo. So my parents, they kind of noticed that. You know, they heard me complain. Uh, They saw that I couldn't hang and they pulled me aside and were like, okay, wow, mama did raise a bitch. Uh, And they put me at this private all boys middle school. And I feel like where I left off with understanding and interacting with girls in sixth grade, obviously you had crushes in middle school, 
But with everyone in middle school, like everyone was just sort of so focused on trying to like fit in that it was kind of like a strictly working relationship almost, you know, like the people who sat next to me in class, it was like we all worked on the Ford assembly line. So maybe you would sit next to a cool and funny kid that became your friend. Oops. Uh, and you'd make fun of the boss behind their back, or maybe you'd sit next to a real attention seeker and show off, or maybe you'd just sit next to someone who you never really got to know. And so if a middle school kid in your class wasn't really maybe one of your core friends, they were just another worker in the assembly line. And, you know, the line gets shut down, so to speak, when there was a real bad apple, and then you wouldn't see Norm come to work the next week. It was a whole thing. Uh, And also for context, I was a huge video game nerd in middle school. Big shock. Uh, So my core squad was all dudes, not a single girl. Um, So keep that in mind, this assembly line context uh, with girls that I left off with in sixth grade, just coworkers making a Model T. Uh, So I transferred to this all boys Catholic middle school for seventh and eighth grade. And I try to keep in touch with the close pals, my my, uh, chums, if you will, from sixth grade, but not too many people outside of that. And so high school rolls around. All boys Catholic high school. Big shock. Are you noticing a trend? Uh, And because I lost touch with the few girls I knew from sixth grade, I know zero women at this point, which was fine. You know, I'm not always going to be able to keep in touch with everyone from the Ford assembly line. But what shocked me the most, let me tell you, at an all boys high school, everyone is down bad. Like a 1940s businessman trying to quit smoking cigarettes just beside themselves. And I'm so confused because in my head, I'm like, why are you guys so obsessed with our fellow assembly line workers? We got to keep it professional. Come on, fellas. Um, And so homecoming rolls around and I got to find a date and everyone else does. They're all freaking about it. And I'm just like, oh, I'll just get, you know, set up by a friend. Like, yeah, how about, you know, Cindy from the Ford Marketing? See if she's got the bandwidth. Uh, But outside of those dances, I just kind of accepted that I would never see a female my age for years to come. Fast forward to college. Oh boy, college, am I right? Uh, So maybe it was not having to wear khaki pants, an ill-fitting dress shirt, and a tie. Maybe it was the Ann Arbor weather. Maybe it was the, I don't know, daily serotonin boost from eating my weight in dining hall pizza. But for some reason, when college came around, uh, in terms of interacting with others, I just felt at ease, you know, even with, you know, any any girl in any social setting. Um... I felt comfortable sitting down, you know, at least when my shingles didn't act up, uh, and striking up a conversation with someone sitting next to me in class, boy or girl. Uh, so maybe I'll say, hi, how are you? Maybe she says, go away, rat boy. Maybe she pours a nice chai latte down my back. Maybe. But I feel more confident and comfortable doing it. Now, I know what all of you are thinking, those of you still listening. Surely once college came around and I felt more comfortable, maybe I tried to... <laughs> make up for lost time, huh? Huh? Well, stop it. That's disgusting. Uh, honestly, though, I more just wanted to make friends, especially when it came to girls, because for all of high school and most of middle school, it's not only that, you know, I didn't really date. Um, not that going to a co-ed high school would have made me dateable. That's a whole other episode. But I also didn't have many female friends in high school. Uh, and believe me, the the fun and shenanigans you can have with other fellas at an all-boys school is unreal. So much fun. But I would say there are no better cheerleaders and no one you want more in your corner than kind female friends. They are compassionate, they are caring, they are allies. 
with guy friends, you could cure cancer. And they'd be like, yeah, okay, cool. But the big game is on. I bet my parents' mortgage on the money line. So there's that. Uh, fast forward to now. Um, I'm a few weeks away from a move, a pretty small move, close by to my native state of Michigan, just on the block. You know, you you know it, say it with me. San Francisco. Uh, and apparently there are more startups than women in the city. And the only guys who work in the city and don't know how to code, uh, they have a special nickname, baristas. So to make a long story short, uh, Martians will probably invade the planet and take over Earth before I meet a woman in San Francisco. Uh, so in a lot of ways, I'm right back where I was with my uh, high school sausage fest, right back to that assembly line. Um, but instead of the Ford motor line, I'll be brewing macchiatos as a barista for the people who work it. Um, I do know that dating apps are semi-popular out there. But uh, one thing I've learned is that my stumpy 5'8 frame on a dating app is like putting the Home Alone kid on the cover of Men's Health magazine. It just doesn't sit well for others, you know? The app is for trying to find people you feel attracted to, not uh, degenerate man-boys that give others a confidence boost. My God. I mean, if I'm on those apps much longer, they're going to have to rename the app from Tinder to Extinguisher, from Hinge to Bolt Shut. So that dating app scene may not work out so well, but that's okay. I am familiar with this position, and uh, at the end of the day, just want to get myself settled in the city and uh, build a circle of pals I can trust, sort of like uh, Jehovah's Witnesses do, or the Girl Scout troops. And uh, I'll make my friends the same way those two groups do, and the same way I've always done it. Constant, unwavering self-promotion and advertisement, uh, not to mention unbridled financial deception. But more on that later. Uh, I am going to wrap it up here. Thank you all so much for listening and uh, sticking through this more experimental episode of uh, T-Cubed. That's what the kids are calling it, I think. My audience is mainly 12 to 14-year-olds. I know tolerable is in the name, but I think maybe, depending on your expectations, I uh, may have teetered that line a bit more today, so I apologize for that. Uh, So thank you all again, and guys, that's a wrap on episode 9. We have one more episode to go. I will talk to you all soon for the final tidbit. Peace. This episode of 10 Tolerable Tidbits is proudly sponsored by the new airline Fly and Cry, the only airline to exclusively serve babies. Looking to get your bundle of joy out to Florida with you, but don't want to deal with the hassle of a crying baby? Ship it out on a packed plane with 200 other babies on an airline with little to no regulation. No adults allowed, not even the pilots. Limit two carry-ons per infant. Thank you so much for tuning in to 10 Tolerable Tidbits. My name is Ryan Kellett. If you have any comments or feedback on the podcast, feel free to write it in graffiti everywhere you can especially the walls of government buildings. Word gets around, I'll see it.